Listen to all y'all, it's a Shane Ataj. Shane's Life is a Fantasy Draft, episode 36. 36 styles of danger. How much danger? Rolling with my homies and all the other young QBs taking over the game. Plus, we got basketball preseason in full swing. But are they in midseason form? And is preseason basketball better than midseason football form? All that and more. Plus, should you play for the score or should you just settle for the tie? This week, Shane's life as a fantasy draft, Wu-Tang forever. Shane's life as a fantasy draft is filmed before a live studio audience. Hey, what's up, everybody? The music just ran. Uh, it was not Wu-Tang. Sadly, it was me. Um, but it's the 36th episode, the 36th chamber. Wu-Tang references abound. And as always, the Jizza and the Rizza to my master killer, Greg Dennis, Daniel Gewurz. How y'all doing? A lot worse now that you're, you're infringing on my gimmick. I mean, I, I had to because, like, there's nine Wu-Tang members, and, like, it just felt right because that's three times three. Okay. I'll take it. But uh, um, also, I mean, are we at least the, did you, the good Wu-Tang members? I, yeah. I mean, did you miss the part where I said that I was the master killer? <laughs> at least they didn't say I was you, God. <laughs> uh, old Dirty couldn't be here tonight, but he sends us for cards. All right. Got to diversify your... Anyway, we're going to diversify our topics uh, this week. Um, first, let's talk about Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Dude. Showtime. Mahomes has more completions with his left hand than interceptions with his right hand. This is a fact. That is true. That was a great He goes by pass. Showtime. He, does he really... Yeah, that's his nickname. Is Showtime Mahomes. I am so here for that. I like that better than 2 p.m. I like that better than Potomac Bombs. Like I, I like that's brilliant. Showtime is has Showtime ever been a nickname for any one person before, other than like the Lakers, which is plural. Well, Showtime at the Apollo. Uh, I think that Pat Mahomes doesn't wear number two. No, he does not. It would make a lot more sense. If his nickname was 2PM, it would make more sense if he wore number two. He wore two in college, and I think that's where the nickname stems from. Oh, he's also Patrick Mahomes II. Yeah. His dad dad was was a a super-duper major league pitcher back in the day. This man is bred to throw something. Thoroughbred. He has the Um, pedigree. I'm just saying I'm officially a fan of 2PM. Absolutely. As as an excellent nickname for him. Very good. Showtime also very good. This man, you know what I liked about what he did in this last game? I, we all know that he can just like run around and chuck at 70 yards. He's the Uncle Rico of uh, the NFL. But like he just led methodical, like calm, game-winning, and game-tying drives. He like occasionally just threw the the quick out or handed it off to the running back and like just made good sound decisions for the most part and won a game not as you know not as beautifully as he usually does but but still in an effective manner he got a little help though from the refs because that clock was kind just Mm. flashing double zeros (laughs) yeah that was uh that was a delay of game penalty uh, that they just didn't call. That's interesting um, too, because that usually only happens when you're playing at home. I think it's. I think the refs were so into that game <laughs> that yeah. they were just so busy watching the game. They didn't even watch the clock. Yeah, who could watch the clock game. at a time like this? It was also really interesting to me that this is this was Patty Mahomes' worst game. Yeah. of the year so far, even dating back to like last not, year. Yeah. And uh, he still completed 62% of his passes for 300 yards, one touchdown, no picks. Like, 
This is, he's really good. He's re- one I, for one too from with his left hand, which is pretty good. That's pretty good. That. One for one. Unbelievable. Um, yeah. Speaking of QBs who are young and doing it, Deshaun Watson woke up. Yeah. That, Texan, it, that Texans game was pretty crazy. That but was his a, teammate woke, that's for sure. That was a fun game I gotta to watch. Say, I got to say a little bit off topic. I am it, – it's been a few years, I think, uh, but I'm finally coming around on being a fan of the new overtime rule. I don't know how, how new it is anymore, but – like you, I hard. I feel like you hardly ever saw teams losing in overtime and then coming back to win. Right. But now you add, like you've seen it a couple of times. I think you saw it a couple of times last week, and I I, I like it. It's pretty cool. I do too. It kind of reminds me of like um, like World Cup soccer, where they'll do yeah. the extra periods and like sometimes a team will score and win, and then another team will score like twice and win in overtime. Whereas in the you yeah. know in the past you would have like golden goal or sudden death and that felt a little less equitable so we got some problems here y'all what kinds it's, it's starting to thunder and lightning here a little bit and the dog is freaking out Uh oh. <laughs> so you're gonna hear you're gonna hear some panting you're gonna hear some you're gonna hear you're gonna hear a crazy dog just understand she has an irrational fear of thunder and lightning which has developed in the past few months here you should get her a thunder shirt I've heard about those. Now my dog's too fat to fit into one. You should get her. Uh, go to the um, big and She's a thunder blanket. You gotta get your dog on a doggy diet. I watched. Oh my god! I watched Back to School the other day. Speaking of not big and tall, but it's tall and fat. That movie is incredible. It still holds Rodney up today. Yes, yes. It's I'm, pretty rare that a comedy holds up. It Especially holds up. A Thirty plus year old comedy. Yeah, it's it's so wonderful. There's a lot of nostalgia in that movie for me, but man, I've never seen it. You got you got uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, I do. Well, there you go. Now you can watch it. Now I can watch it. Now I can watch Back now you to can School. Watch it. Thirty years late. There you can. <laughs> you got to go way back to school. <laughs> Um, we can so talk. yeah, Deshaun Deshaun Watson. Yes, uh, he's another guy. Uh, I mean, he did throw an interception in that game, but twenty nine of forty two for three hundred and seventy five yards. Like that is nuts. He's Deshaun Watson is, and, and I've I've hyped him up ever since he came out of college. He is just that good. Like he's when he gets rolling on all cylinders, he breaks the quarterback position. In much the same way Patrick Mahomes is doing, um, he's just—he's so incredibly like, obviously gifted, but driven and a, a good like positive person to have in the locker room, and the guys really seem to go to bat for him, and he's really fun. Plus, Will Fuller pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. How is um, his nickname think- not Mach Five? Because he's Will Fuller the fifth. That's interesting. I don't know. I, I don't know. It doesn't resonate with me. That's fair. We'll we'll beta test that. Yeah, we'll we'll ask around. Um, one of the things that's interesting to me is recently, you know, the last three or four or five years, we've gone to an, a style of play in the NFL where you can't really hit the quarterback anymore, and and this year it's been taken to the extreme but it's been you know the trend of the nfl for years and i feel like guys like deshaun watson and patrick mahomes would have wound up looking a lot more like michael vick did in you know under the older rules where you could scramble all you want sure but you're gonna get hit at the end of the play and you're gonna get hit real hard and that's just not happening anymore so it's allowing for guys like Mahomes and Watson, and you know it's extending the career of Ben Roethlisberger. It, it's allowing these guys to to run around a lot more and and play in that style that they didn't used to be able to play. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, I also feel like we we've sort of reached this golden age of quarterbacking where if you project everyone's stats out 
you know, to a 15, 16 year career, they're all making the Hall of Fame, <laughs> which is very strange to like think about. But like all of the quarterbacks who are leading in things like yards per attempt and yards per game and completion percentage, and they're all like playing right now. Well, here's the thing though. Like, I, I mean, you can say that in terms of like their numbers would be worth that, but. I don't know. You can't really compare numbers over eras anymore because... Oh, I agree with you. Yes. Like, you look at a guy like Troy Aikman, very clearly... I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame, very clearly deserves to be there. Uh, You know, 165 career touchdowns for Troy Aikman. Patrick Patrick Mahomes can throw that in a season. Yeah, Patty Mahomes is going to pass that in three years. (laughs) You know, like, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Ryan Fitzpatrick has more than that. That's really sad. <laughs> right? Like, who's the better quarterback, Ryan Fitzpatrick or Troy Aikman? I mean, Ryan probably Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick career, <laughs> career 184 touchdowns. In this day and age, I would take Ryan Fitzpatrick over Troy Aikman. I'm just saying. 4,000 fewer yards. He's going to pass Troy Aikman for yards passing at some point in his yeah. career. Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, not this year, but probably look, next year. Who was, look who Troy Aikman was handing the ball off to, though. Look who Troy Aikman was throwing to. A coked out Michael Urban? Yeah, that's what we're going, that's where we're going the with this? Receiver, possibly the best receiver of his era? Really? Jerry Rice wasn't the best receiver oh, of that Jerry, era? Isaac Bruce, Jerry Rice, and Andre Reid, and Tim Brown, and Art Monk would have a lot to say about that. Right. John Taylor. I would even give maybe John Taylor over that. Too. John Taylor was only John Taylor gets a little more credit than he deserves because he just happened to be in the Super Bowl every year. Well, because he well, caught that ball too. That won yeah, that, that game. One ball. That one yeah. Super Bowl twenty three. You know what's really funny is like a majority of I, I read somewhere once and and I don't have the data up, but more than fifty percent of America think Jerry Rice caught that ball. Oh. <laughs> I mean, he, he happens to be the best receiver on that team. So. That's right. funny. That's funny. That's good. I like that. Well, it's like how people don't remember that Plaxico Burris caught the game-winning touchdown in Super Bowl Forty Two. Oh, I no, they that. only remember that he shot himself in the leg in a nightclub. That was the following year. The Giants were also, so good that year. He was wearing sweatpants. Who wears sweatpants at a nightclub and puts a gun in the pocket of a sweat- pair of sweatpants? Just rich people. Yeah. Like, there's just all kinds of problems with that. Are you going to yeah. tell Plexico Burris no? Well, not when he's got a gun. <laughs> but, like, if I would have seen exactly. him before he was getting dressed, I'd be like, oh, Plex. Plex. Maybe going you're, going, Plex, you're Plex. going to, you know, Come on. you're going to the club. Maybe put a pair of jeans on. I don't know I don't if know. we can let you in here with these sweatpants. I got a gun. Okay, you're cool. Come in. <laughs> there's a gun in my pocket of my sweatpants. Wait, but the gun is not a disqualifier? Uh, who, that was a bad, who a bad does door man. Um, other great young quarterbacks. Johnny Goff. Uh, who? Jonathan Goff. I don't know who. Who, who did you just name? Am I getting that name wrong? You got his first name wrong. Oh my bad. Right first letter though. Jared Goff. There we go. Jared there Goff. he is. Oh. There he is. Oh, Jared Goff's amazing. Well, I'm to be all fair, there, by the way, to be fair, Jared Goff is throwing and handing the ball off to probably the greatest assortment of weapons ever assembled on an NFL roster. Yes, he's like a Troy Aikman. <laughs> With that logic, absolutely. He is the, he is he is, the he's Troy modern-day modern Troy Aikman. <laughs> California kid playing in the sunshine. Poor man's right. If, if Ryan Gosling was a seven instead of a ten, it's Jared Goff. <laughs> I do like. Well, the I mean, idea. Jared Goff, you know, still young in his career, he could still catch up to Troy Aikman's two Super Bowl wins. So, oh, absolutely. He's definitely going to pass him in yards one. by next week. <laughs> uh, Jared Goff, seventy-eight uh, percent completion on Thursday night. 465 yards, five touchdowns. The first half of Vikings-Rams was arguably the most fun half of football I've seen all year. The Vikings and Rams are so good. Yes, and they're fun to watch together. Yes. Like, they've just got playmakers everywhere. 
And I, I, I thought both teams had really strong defenses. No. But I guess that's only when they don't play each other. The Vikings, though, they looked, they looked like they were playing out of their league. Yeah. I thought on Thursday. I, I was watching the Vikings play. I'm like, this is a team that just can't keep up with L.A. I think the only team that can really keep up with L.A. is the Chiefs. Like the Jags oh, can smash Chiefs, them around. That Chiefs defense, yeah. that Chiefs defense is brutal. It is brutal. I think the Jags could smash the Rams around. Like that's my that's my Super Bowl pick. But like, I would love to watch a Chiefs Rams game, just to see. Sure. You could see it. That's my Super Bowl prediction. Ah. Speaking of other interesting predictions I've made, let's go back to a little episode that we did back in. April of this year where I said that Milwaukee would win the World Series. That's still on the table. Yes, it is. Yeah, sure. I wasn't... Who did I have? The Dodgers? Is that still on the table? Who's uh, could be. They got a wild card game okay. coming up tomorrow. Okay. Or is it tonight? They might be playing that wild card right now. This is the best sports podcast ever. They might be playing baseball <laughs> right now. Well, Playoff no, there's baseball. a wild card game out right now. Yeah, yeah, the the NL, the the Cubs, uh, the Cubs are playing right now. It's Cubs Rockies. Rockies. That's yeah, who's playing no, right so now. the Dodgers don't play till the fourth because they avoided the wild card. Correct. Oh, because yes, yes, they won. Oh, yeah. So we are good. Yes, we are. We it's still on the table. We could have a Brewers Dodgers battle royale in the NL. Yeah, be fun. And then in the AL, I mean, this this has to end Sox Yanks, right? No, no, no it's going to start Sox Yanks. That's how it's going to start. Wait, really? I think I really oh, think yeah. because yeah. the Yankees, the Yankees Sox Athletics are the wild yeah, card. Yeah. Like it's if yeah. the Yankees win, it's Yankees Red Sox. I mean, this is this it's going to be over before it even. I mean, I like that it's going to be a five game series. At least we can get it over with and on to the next. You know, yes. on, on to the next, but man, I don't know. I think the Yankees' best opportunity is that it's a five-game series. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they just they just swept the Red Sox to end the season. Now, obviously, the Red Sox are probably resting some of their better right. players, but I, I don't. I'm, I'm worried about. I'm worried about this. Uh, the wild the, the playing game, the wild card game. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that the Yankees even make it to the Red Sox. I mean, the A's have been incredibly too. lucky this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, what does a one-game sample uh, come down to? Luck. <laughs> it's a coin flip. <laughs> um, the Astros, I think, come out of the AL. That's my Ooh. That's my burning hot take. No, it, it, pain, wow. it pains me to say this. I w- I, with all of my heart, I want the Yankees to win. I'm, I'm one of the bigger Yankee fans anyone will ever meet, but uh, it, it pains me to say this, but... The Red Sox are really, really, really good. They really are. And they really are. They score at least 17 runs a game. Yeah. It's incredible. Minimum. Minimum. Um, I think the Red Sox score more more points a game than the Patriots <laughs> right now. <laughs> the Red Sox have more 30-run uh, games than the Giants do in the last five years. S- stop. Well, the Giants haven't had a, a 30 point game since 2015. So Wait, when did the Red Sox put up 30? If if they did it once, they've done it more times than the Giants have. Right, yeah. <laughs> Good point. That's incredible. Good point. Absolutely amazing. Um so, on that note, switching wildly back yeah to uh the overtime rule, which in retrospect should probably Oh, be I thought matched. we were we should probably I thought be, we were done with that. I think we're, we're talking about the <laughs> talk about that. Now you know what? Forget the text. That's too late. It's too late. We're here. We already went off topic. We, we already moved we to did. baseball. So we did. By that point, we should take a little break, come back, and talk about preseason basketball. Super and a little preseason hockey. Why yeah. not? Why not? Greg loves talking hockey. See you on the other side. Wrestling, sports, movies, and more. The Geeks Unlimited squad is always mic'd up and speaking on the world of nerd. Geeks Unlimited keeps your ears lit with the announcer's table, professional wrestling's hottest podcast that you haven't listened to. Hosted by B-Rye and our very own Canadian screw-up, D. 
Daniel Gavert. Hey, that's me. The homie Steve is Talking Flicks with the aptly titled podcast, Talking Flicks. And of course, this impressive pod, Shane's Life is a Fantasy Draft. Check them out on Apple iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube. Subscribe and share, listen, and learn. Don't forget to slide into those DMs on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Geeks Unlimited, taking over the world, one podcast at a time. Basketball preseason is in full swing. I'm not a masochist, so I don't watch preseason basketball or preseason anything. But Daniel's been watching preseason basketball. You're watching it right now. Beloved Knicks. Yeah, and and uh, who are you watching now? Boston versus Cleveland? Uh, uh, Boston lost to Cleveland by 10. Uh, right now I'm watching Lakers, Lakers Nuggets. Because, Lakers Nuggets. Because I have okay. a problem. Nice out of market. Get, now, what channel are, are these? Hey, games this on? is this is a national broadcast it's on TNT. It's on T. So TNT is playing preseason basketball. Du- preseason doubleheader. I don't ever recall in the history, and maybe it's just me not watching it. I don't ever recall TNT airing national basketball doubleheaders. No, and they and they had the full. Uh, I don't think Charles Barkley was there, but Ernie Johnson was out. Uh, with, I didn't see who he was with doing the pregame show, but like they're doing, this they is a full hat. on, this is a full on broadcast. They brought their, their, they brought their good. I mean, do we got Kevin Harlan on the call with Chris Weber? You know, I have the volume down cause we're recording a show and I try to maintain an air of, uh, you know, professionalism, respectability. Here. You, you're not the type of guy who would like walk your dog on like one of these broadcasts, right? You know, like that would just be. Totally unprofessional. Yeah, no, I, I, and, I, um, and I certainly wouldn't go to the bathroom while we're No, of course not. Never, never deuce on the podcast. I think we've made that clear in previous episodes. Um, but but yeah, no. basketball, yeah. so basketball's fascinating, right? Like, clearly it must be if you're watching it preseason. I, you know, I, but I feel, yeah. I feel like basketball has gotten much more interesting. So, uh, in recent years, I don't think that the basketball has gotten significantly better or more interesting. But I think as a league, the National Basketball Association has done right by the players ever since the lockout. They've done right by the players and they've done they're letting their personalities out like you can go on any social media platform and the NBA teams and the NBA players are freer, I think, than players and teams in any other league. And on top of that, the personalities are bigger and more marketable in the NBA than they are in any other league. Like in the in baseball, there's no big personality right now, right? There's no guy out there who's the most Bartolo Colon. Well, he's certainly the largest, but there's no like big star in baseball, right? The best players are Mike Trout. I don't think I could, I don't think I would know what his voice sounds like. I could pick him out of a lineup, but I don't know what his voice sounds like. I only know Mike Trout from being on the sideline at Eagles games. Right. And, and maybe Bryce Harper, but like, and in the NFL, you know, except for the quarterbacks, you don't really know what anyone's face looks like. And right, and they don't do a whole lot of talking other than like Odell Beckham and Antonio Brown. Right, and you know Odell Beckham's face though. Yes, of course. But if, but if he, but if he didn't frost his tips, I might not. But I mean, also let's think about the fact that in basketball, there's five guys on the court at any given time. Yeah, fair. The, you know, there's there's 53 people on an mm-hmm. NFL team. Mm-hmm. There's what 15 on an yeah, NBA no, so team the NBA totally right. lends so. itself to this and it's just I feel like the NBA is more popular and they've done a better job embracing the things that make them more popular I mean it's not more popular but it's getting there I mean it's more popular than it was and it's certainly more compelling than it was and we have things happening in the NBA offseason that feel I don't even know if they are but they certainly feel more important than anything that's actually going on in another sport. And I, I, I get that the only, generally speaking, for most of the NBA offseason, the only sport that's actually happening is baseball. So, but like you have 
Kawhi Leonard, right, demanding a trade and, and, and going to Toronto. And that feels like a huge deal. And we cover it for like a week, you know, during during. Oh, yeah, we don't because we're not talking about the right. We're not talking about the Le'Veon Bell situation at all. I mean, we haven't, like, collectively. Well, now we, we are, now but we everybody are. is. Yes, people are talking about Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. But we're talking I, I, about I'm, one athlete, you know, in a, in a sea of humanity. Right. Well, Kawhi Leonard is yeah, one athlete in the sea of humanity. Where's Kyrie Irving going to go? We've been talking about Jimmy Butler for two weeks now. Carmelo Anthony was the number one trending topic on Twitter when he signed with the Rockets. And Carmelo Anthony was the third option on a bad Oklahoma City team last year. Yeah, but he's Carmelo Anthony. Right, but he's still like a star. That's the thing. Yeah, and he hasn't been good in seven years. Like imagine. So he's not a star. He's like he's he's the back end of a joke. Well, think like name the 45th best football player. Probably like Ben Roethlisberger. Maybe. Ooh. But like the actually, right now it's probably Tom oh, Brady. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I... Oh my god. Tom Brady, the Carmelo Anthony of the NFL. Man, the Patriots just destroyed the Dolphins, so I don't know about that. They really did. They took it. Broke to, their but th- souls. that was a Foxborough yeah, game. Yeah. Broke their souls. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They only lose late in the year in Miami. <laughs> it's true. Ryan Tannehill, by the way, still nine and two in his last eleven starts. Uh, ten, ten and two in his last. I start. I have to look though. I have to look at the NBA and, and the NFL with kind of a grain of salt though when we talk about some of these things. Well, and I, I'm sure Major League Baseball is like this too, but we don't really talk about it. In hockey, nobody even knows what happens I in hockey. Name but a hockey these, player. Pat Lafontaine. These contracts that these guys are signing. Are, all right, if I sign a contract, right, says that I'm going to play for this team for four years, and on top of that, I'm going to add onto it a no-trade clause, I should not be barking for a trade after three years because I signed it. Greg, there's like... there's. Greg, I have Greg, the capacity Greg, to Greg, enter Greg, that Greg, contract? Greg, there's like three... I don't mm. even know if there are three players in the NBA with a no-trade clause. You don't think Kawhi Leonard no, had a no-trade clause in his definitely did not have a no-trade clause in his contract. Yeah. You 100%, 100% of that. sure that Kawhi Leonard did not have a no-trade okay. clause in his contract. Once they started making super teams... That he did or did, did not? not? He did not. Kawhi Leonard did not Once have Once they no-trade. started with the super team thing... People were not adding no trade clauses into their contract. I mean, LeBron had one. Melo had one. I mean, Mello there's two just no recently that LeBron did not have when he was with the Knicks. Clause. LeBron had a no trade clause. Open it up right now. I don't believe he does. Melo had one with the yeah. Knicks, but that was before we started getting into this. The NBA offseason. That's what I just said. No, but I mean, like, the NBA offseason really didn't start becoming like a. All the you know, shaking up all the Yahtzee dice and then just spilling them out to see where they went, up until like 2014-15 when those no trade clauses like stopped being a part of contracts. Now, granted, there was movement before that, and we'll get to that. But as far as like now, it just seems like they just reshuffle the deck every year. Yes, and it feels to me, and it, and and look, I mean, there's bias here, right? I'm a huge NBA fan. It feels to me like the NBA offseason. I, I feel like people are talking about the NBA all year long. It's so fun. It's so fun to speculate where players are going to go because that the shift of momentum when a good player or a max player signs with a team with other two or three good max or good players, like that's a big, huge deal because they have such a disproportionate effect on wins and losses. Right. It's fun. There were two players in the NBA last year that had no trade clauses. Carmelo Anthony and LeBron James. Who? Ah, the two people I the two people I noted. Perfect. We'll just fix well, that thanks, in post. Thanks for clearing no, no, that one were, up for me. Right. LeBron James had a no trade clause. So, but if you enter a contract like that, like I can't just be like, oh well, I don't like my apartment anymore. 
I want a new one. You absolutely do that. Sure, I'm not can. going to. You absolutely yeah, no, you can. can't. If you, find, if if I, you found someone to if, pick up your lease, then your landlord couldn't stop you from doing that. No, that's not true because guess what I have in my contractual lease? A no trade clause? A no, no sublet But if clause. you find someone who says to your landlord, I will pick up the remainder of Greg Dennis's Oh, lease, yes, that, yes. Then you right. can get out of your contract. Okay, well, <laughs> Kawhi Leonard should have picked up somebody else for San Antonio along the way. Not DeMar not DeRozan. DeRozan. <laughs> I'm sorry. DeMar I'm sorry. De- DeMar DeRozan. That's like going from a three-bedroom penthouse to a studio in the basement. So what you're saying is DeMar DeRozan took over uh, Kawhi Leonard's lease. No, he didn't. He took over a, a room. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, and and I don't know. Uh, Kawhi Leonard pretended. I don't know if he was actually injured, right? Like when when he got injured or when he didn't come back from injury, we talked about this last year, and I I suggested that I didn't think he was going to play another minute for the Spurs, and he didn't. But, like, so these guys who, you know, they want to be traded, like how Kyrie Irving wanted to be traded, you know, before last season, they, they don't, I mean, the team can choose not to trade them, right? But you can't really hold a guy hostage like they do in the NFL where the contracts aren't guaranteed, right? You have you have right. uh, uh, Earl Thomas getting carted off the field this weekend, flipping the bird to his own sideline because of how much he hates that team. But that's it for him, right? His career is basically done. And so Seattle, I, I, yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So what, what, what was he, he looking for then? Yeah, he wanted to. He wanted okay. To oh, so his leg wouldn't have broke if he was traded. Is that what we're trying to say? He wanted to be off of that team. But what if it does? Right. But what if it breaks? He's in the exact same spot he is now. He's getting the rest of his payout for the season. But he would be on a different team. Presum- <laughs> presumably, but not he would flipping, be on a different team. Presumably, not flipping his own sideline, the bird. <laughs> but he'd be on a different team. That's all. He just wanted to be in a new city. The Chiefs, by the way, were this close to trading for Earl Thomas last week. How smart were they I mean, for it's not? not like his leg like was the, on. My goodness. Right. It might have broken. It might have. Yeah. Like the Chiefs, he, they were they were offering. Or Seattle wanted two second round picks, and um, Chiefs only offered one. But they were they were I, real can, close. Can I get back to? I don't understand how trades in the NFL work. Like how is Earl? How is how is a second they round don't. pick not good enough for Earl Tom? Like, if you, it, Earl Tom, I don't, I don't. How is Earl Tom? Two. Not they worth wanted two second round picks. How is Josh Gordon not worth better than a fifth round pick? Like I don't, I don't understand these things. And and I think it, they're not. They're just looking for compensation for okay, dumping but, a contract. But right. Why would the Chiefs not trade two second round picks for Earl Thomas? Like, how did that trade not happen? Because they may not have had two second-round picks. Do you know how many draft picks there are in the NFL and the odds of a draft pick panning right, out? Right, the odds are terrible. So right. I don't understand so, why like, teams aren't trading. I don't understand how these trades happen or don't happen. Like, when a team wants, oh, I want two first-round picks for Khalil Mack. Fine, take him. Take him. Picks. Take him. For Khalil, for Khalil Mack? Seriously. We don't have enough money to pay him. <laughs> I love that. I love that. No, really. Well, that's what what they're saying though is if you have if you get two first round if you have a high caliber player and you dump that player you trade that player for a number one pick it tends to pan out it tends to be completely even right. So you're re- it's really a money thing. You're just it getting does. rid of that money. I mean, the Bills traded Darius in his his massive contract to the Jags for like a third that, round pick that, or something like that. Bills. Not great. Well, I mean, nothing's working out for the Bills and, right and now. The Jaguars but. have one of the best defenses in the NFL. All because of Darius. I mean, well, that and literally everyone else on that defense. <laughs> but I mean, getting back to the NBA thing for a second and the NFL in, in that too, it's, like, if I have a four-year contract, right, that's a pretty good contract. In the NBA, that's money. a contract. That's a, that's, a, that's a general length, right? The NFL, th- their contracts are all over the place. You could get a four-year contract, with, and it always it has guaranteed money involved in it, 
right? It's very incentive-based. However, at my third year, and let's say I had three really good years, I'm like, well, I want an extension. The team is not, no one's obligated to okay, give you an and, extension. And the team can trade no you one. after half a year. So if the team can trade it, no, if the team can trade well, a guy, there's a lot the of things. I want to be traded. Because you signed a contract saying you were going to play for that team. saying they're going to play uh, you. At, but they trade, but they could still trade you after right. half a year. Right, and he, they were playing him. My point right. is, What's why does point? the player have to show more loyalty than the team does? Yeah, teams ain't loyal to players. If they want to dump yeah, no. you, they'll dump you. The, the, the right. Celtics signed Isaiah Thomas to a long-term contract. He went out and played the damn game of his life the day after his sister died, and they trade him in the offseason. Well, that's because he's got that hip problem. I would have traded him too. Damaged goods. So the team, so got the team that guaranteed shows, so the money. Team I got to get no him out of here. To the player, and you're okay with that. The player decides to show a little less loyalty to the team, and that's what a terrible thing. How about, yes. How about the loyalty yes. the Cleveland Browns showed uh, Josh Gordon sticking by him for four years as he dealt with a variety of injuries and drug-related and suspensions, and then the minute he. <laughs> tweaked his hamstring in a video shoot unrelated to anything Cleveland Browns. They trade him to the Patriots. Well, for I feel like that was that was the Browns doing him a solid, right? Sending him to a significantly better yeah, team. Yeah, that's that's what I think it was. <laughs> yeah, like like, hey man, look, we've stuck by you for this long. We you don't deserve to be traded to the Colts. <laughs> so we're gonna. We're gonna just send you to the Patriots. I would have loved to say send them to like the Bengals or something, some team that's just awful yeah. forever. Send them to the Bills. <laughs> that's where they tend to send them. That's where the Patriots send all their washed up players, and the Bills send all their players that just started. I mean, here's it. here's the thing with like the team versus the player mentality: is the team you're you're you have to look out for the, the team. And I get it, players. And I get it. The players have to look out for themselves and their long-term health and careers. But when you're talking about a team, it's the greater good of the team. Like, I'm sorry. That's like if you work at a job, and you have, to, and you're part of a team, and that's your job is to go there and support that team. It's not about no, you once listen, you cross that door into that into that facility. You become I, a team member. I love my job, but if Dell wanted to trade me to Nike for like a graphic designer and a janitor, I'm they, not and they do it. Right, but what if they traded you to New Balance? I'd probably ask for. I'd probably. They'd probably. Uh, wait, why would I ask for? Right, you're not gonna. That's what I'm saying. Is 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 you're? It's about the team. Once you cross but that the, threshold, it's not. I, play, you you're there, but you aren't the only thing I there. Understand for one second why the players have to put being on a team doesn't make to sense to you. First, but the team don't have doesn't the teams don't have to put the players first because the teams right they don't because the team is their number one priority, not well, the individual, individual player. I'm my first priority. Right. Okay, then you shouldn't play on a team. <laughs> that that's you shouldn't play. You what just. I'm sorry. Football. That's the bottom line. You need Ghost to go play runners. tennis, or you need to go play no, golf I, or bowling. But teams, like football and basketball aren't for you if you're not willing, willing to be, to be a, a part, part of a team. team. They're willing to show me the same measure of loyalty they expect from me. They're not then going not to. Show, it's a I'm, team. I'm going to say when I want something better for myself, I'm going to make that public. Right, but I, I don't think it's the team's no, responsibility to give to you that. Contract. I am, I am actively seeking a trade now for my <laughs> job. <laughs> I've been actively seeking one for a year now. Why don't they do that? We should open it up to all forms of commerce. I, I would love, I would love for the average person to have to deal with being traded to a new city. I'm so, I'm sorry. Um, we traded you. I'm sorry, bartender. We uh, we we traded you to uh, yeah, to yeah. Lido. Why? Well, wait, but why Applebee's? Because Chili's <laughs> wanted you more, and they were offering two up two bartenders. bartenders in return. The the Case Keenum thing is funny. Why? Because they said he said this is the first time I've ever bought a house in an NFL city I've played in. He's gonna get traded after a uh, year too. 
Yeah, he he, he ain't destined thing, for Denver. Uh, that involves Case Keenum is the fact that Keenum, Foles, and Goff were all on the same roster, and Jeff Fisher couldn't get production out of any of them. Cut. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. That team went three and thirteen. I think the funniest thing about Case Keenum is his first name is Case. I always Case. want, I always That's want to call a him Case. First name. Yeah, Casey Case. sounds much better. Case. Like Casey Keenum. Is this person really I feel case, like Casey though? Keenum would be reading me the uh, top 100 hits, right? Hi. Casey Kasem. This is Casey <laughs> Keenum. This is your request and dedication. It's the Minneapolis Miracle going out to Stefan Diggs. Keep your feet on the ground and keep <laughs> reaching for the stars. He was also the uh, voice of Shaggy in Scooby Doo. He was Casey. Ke- <laughs> K- K- now look, I'm calling him the wrong thing. <laughs> now honestly, I can't. Yeah, I can't. What's his real name? I overthrew Demarius Thomas. School. Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem. Towards the end of his life, he went. He ran away from home at one point. He had like dementia or something like that, and he like ran away from home. He was missing for a couple of days. They had to they send out him. a long distance. <laughs> Quest and dedication of <laughs> <All due> respect. <laughs> they had a line of Scooby snacks to get him back. He he was on an episode like of Saved by the, the Bell. Machine. He was on uh he was on an episode of uh Saved by the Bell, which was uh wonderful. When Screech uh broke his ankle. And he did that that dance uh, to win some sort of like funds. I don't know for Bayside. The, the whole run Case of Keenum by the Bell didn't make any no. sense. No, Casey Kasem. How come? How come? Uh, say there's like eight people <laughs> that went to Bayside. Like, right. There's hardly there. Like there. Of course they needed the funds. They couldn't afford any extras. No, there was a football. Somehow there was a football team. How was there a football team? There, none of those players wanted to be a part of the team. <laughs> there wasn't even eleven. <laughs> there wasn't even eleven men at the school. They, they had ghost runners. They played five on five. It's terrible. They played. That's terrible. Terrible at Bayside. They should have a lot of tennis and golf players there. I mean, they probably did. <laughs> Bayside. I always, I was always so confused growing up in New York City because uh, to me Bayside was in Queens, and I did not understand how <laughs> this is like a California-based television program. <laughs> this is a much better yeah. Bayside yeah. than I'm used to seeing. Like the color of the students at this Bayside. There's an yeah. actual bay here. <laughs> the average color of the students at this school does not match what I understand. It's a few shades lighter on the swatch. <laughs> We're going to... Oh, boy, here it comes. Here it comes. A buccaneer. A buccaneer. Jim. Here we go. I don't even have a joke prepared. I'm just laughing. I'm not even laughing at what I'm about to say. I'm finally laughing at something that was already said. Uh, we're gonna, on that note, take a little break, come back, hit you with some socials. I don't think we ever got to what we were talking about. Oh, we got to what we needed to get to. We stay got so we don't get getted. You're listening to Shane's Life is a Fantasy Draft. Powered by Geeks All right, we're back. A lot of lively discussion today uh, about uh, contracts, Saved by the Bell, Liquid Swords. Um, Real quick, before we get out of here, of course, you're going to want to hit our Instagram, at Shane's Pod. Greg, did anyone ever get you the password to at Shane's Pod? All right. Still waiting on that password. (laughs) Right. So until further notice, it's just Daniel That's following all I do. a bunch of dad blogs. 
That's all. You, hey, that's all you need. Um, Gray. Well, no. Yeah. I'll do you last, Daniel? We <laughs> already talked about where pod. they can find you. Did uh, not? This did week. you tweet so I, this I, week? I realized that my Twitter is linked to the Medium account for uh, medium.com uh, slash pod. So follow there, and anytime I post a blog, okay. it will also be tweeted out at Don't Take My Name. Uh, but John, where where could the good people find you this week? Uh, you can find me at uh, johngorman.co. Lots of great content this week about life lessons, universal truths, stuff that has nothing to do with sports, unless you get your life lessons and universal truths from sports. Um, also, you can find me Instagram at Hey Gorman. Hey Gorman. Yeah. By the way, as of tonight, Hey Gorman passed the four-figure mark on Instagram followers. That's interesting. You're at 1K. Real interesting that you can't promote uh, your friends. One of us is uh, talking about being a part of a team. What can I say? I'm more of a golfer. Well, Daniel, you should... You you should appreciate John, John's standpoint on making himself a better John, person. John's taking care of himself, not the team. No, I get it. I get it. It's cool. It's cool. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Listen, a thousand followers is not enough for me. I gotta feed my family. John wouldn't even buy my plane ticket. You really think he's gonna promote Shane's life on his on his fine. Instagram feed? It'll be a 10-minute ten, ten <laughs> caption read on it why was. Shane's life it's gonna is be in a, his life. I, <laughs> it's going to be like story time. I'm going to I'm going to tell you the story about two friends, neither of whom are named Shane. Seven paragraphs follow later. At Shane's pod. By the way, follow Shane's pod. Um... That's my handles. I deactivated my Twitter today. I'm going to deactivate my Facebook tomorrow. I'm sorry, not tomorrow. The day after. The day after his birthday. Yeah. Yeah, by the way, that's a thing. Um, and then we're going to then we're gonna coast for a little while and be as happy as I was earlier in the year when I was only doing Instagram and, and Medium. And this yeah, I was beautiful about to say, podcast that we call again. home. Nope. Didn't forget. Wanted you guys to be the hammer. All right, uh, that's the third. That's the third in a oh, serial. The that, one you emphasize. That's so I didn't know that. It's called the hammer. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I know. Now you know. Cool. The more you know. Greg, where are they finding you? Nowhere, man. I'm off social. There you go. I'm off it. Anti-social. I have an Instagram. That's it. I have, I have the Gramu life away, and I don't even use that. I'm done with Facebook. Been That's done with Twitter. Twitter. I'm messing around with the Snapchat. Why though? Twitter is trash. Yeah, I don't. Twitter I don't is understand. trash. Twitter's been maybe, trash. Because I'm not famous enough. But I don't understand. Like I just it's follow just... news people on Twitter, right? Or or players. That's such a problem they're also mad why the can't news. you just follow the news yeah. <laughs> like just go to just go to the go to the oh yeah the no, news I mean, outlet sure. website I'll, I'll do that but like yeah that's where the Absolutely. links send you like, anyways I do. like i'll go to you know nytimes.com or whatever but also when they tweet out a you know a, a new story i will check it out All right. Well, speaking of news stories, I think we got to discuss before we get out of here Wu Chains, which is Do Two it. Chains. Do it. I sent it to you guys. I know. Two Chains went to Instagram last night and uh, he was geeking out over uh, this incredible, beautiful cover album of Two Chains essentially redoing the 36 Chambers album art in his nice. own 
2 Chain style. It is wonderful. It looks really damn good. I'm a huge fan. Plus, not only that, he redid nice. the track list. Oh my god, y'all. You don't even know. No, this this baseball game right now is just getting to another level. Okay. Well, on that note, yeah, we're going to go do, ahead let's and watch, watch sports. It. We are we are nominally a sports podcast. We should be watching sports now. Correct. So for all of us here, Greg, Daniel, the Rizza, the Jizza, Wugod, Inspect the Deck, Raekwon the Chef, the Killer, the Genius, Method Man, and the oh, oh, the, 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 the Birdie Bastard. This is John Gorman. See you later. Cry out in pain again Down and bend the knee I hurt down deep When no one else can see I can feel your warmth still Numb to the touch Tell me will I ever be enough Wanna fly way up high, far away from the dark. But can you rise if you don't know where to start? The heights we reached were joyous, the crash was a little rough. Tell me, will I ever be enough? Well, I'm running, and I'm running, but I ain't going nowhere. I'm smiling still, but all I feel is scared. You love me, won't you love me? Oh, come on now, that's a dare. And what's the view look like? From way up there Long sighs and long goodbyes Where the wind is blown You told me that I'd never be alone Well the road's too long and not wide enough For the both of us so tell me, will I ever be enough? Yeah, tell me, will I ever be enough?